Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. So today we're going to talk about being the expert of your life, which seems logical, but yet so many of us don't operate on a daily basis in that space and really think about that, that we are the expert of our life. We know what we know. Um, and how do we take that to make us stronger, to make our businesses, our careers, whatever that is stronger. So today I'm super excited to have Katie Pollen leclaire with me. She is the founder of Better, Smarter, Stronger and the Leclerc Group. So she's a, a multi-entrepreneur. -entre um, she's, she's done this a couple of times. So she's definitely got some great expertise in this. Thanks for being with us, Katie. Oh, thanks, Jamie. This is real um, special for me to be invited on. I appreciate this. Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more about you. We've been introduced to love the energy. And that was why we got introduced. And I was like, <laughs> you need to know her. You guys are a lot alike. Um, so I'm excited to, to record this. I think it's going to be great for our listeners. So we always start with, I just want to know your journey, right? How as little or as much as you want to share, you know, how have you gotten to this point in your success? What are some of those milestones? Okay. So it's, it's been a winding path for sure. I mean, you know, people talk about starting out and going from A to B. Mm -mm. It was zig and zag all the way. Um, and I'm just going to start with, um, I, I got married at 21. Um, and that seemed like a great idea at the time that marriage, um, had a lot of pain and struggle throughout it. Although we did have two wonderful kids, um, and I stayed there for about nine years, a little over nine years. In the last couple of years of that uh, relationship, I did a lot of soul searching, praying. I went to some Al-Anon meetings, et cetera. And I slowly realized and accepted that what I really had known you know, for quite a while was that um, if things stayed the way they were in that relationship, I was miserable and I couldn't live like that for another 10, 20 years. So I made the decision to leave, um, which was very, very difficult. Um, and leaving or making that decision to leave is when I really started to get tested um, because some of the most important people in my life were fighting me on that decision and telling me that I was wrong, that I should work harder at it, et cetera, et cetera. But I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew deep down I was doing what was best for me. And I already spent a lot of time doing all that soul searching. Um, so I did go through the divorce. It was a very painful chapter of my life. And after it was over, I realized something very important for me. I mean, the, the big lesson that I took away was that I'm the expert of my life and other people can give me their opinions. They can, you know, tell me what I should be doing or what they think I should be doing or whatever but I'm the one that's living it, not them. And at the end of my life, do, you know, if I'm going to be held accountable for my choices and what I did, I, I can't turn around and go, well, but they're the ones that told me to do that. Or it was their suggestion to, to, to make this choice. It's all on me. Um, and, and so that's kind of where all this started. Um, I, I feel like I got stronger. It was, you know, kind of like walking through fire that um, 
the whole world can be against me or against what I'm doing. But if I know in my heart of hearts, that's what's right, then I'm willing to stand there alone and be true to myself um, and do what's right for me. Um, so that was, well, of course, it was very, very hard. But um, I also came out of it saying, okay, if that's, if, if what I've gone through, besides being important to me, if I can help just one other person with these lessons, then that makes it all worthwhile. Then, then our, all right, that's awesome. And so that's kind of, that's where all this stuff kind of started. It's amazing how life experience, like there's, there's so much we got to, I want to dig into here on this, but um, in even more parallel routes than I even knew we had. So this is, this is great. This is all just being exposed for the listeners to hear. Um, before we jump into the topic and I want to respond to some things you said, I want to know about your superpowers because you're on a superpowers mm-hmm. podcast and I just want to know something that has gotten you through that. Like what have you leaned on that's a strength or a superpower of yours that's really helped you? Well, I mean, so I, I think everybody has more than one, right? Mm-hmm. One of my superpowers, I think, of course, is, is being true to myself. But another one, as I was thinking about this and thinking about our talk today, it's funny, but I think one of my superpowers is something that actually sometimes annoys people in my life. And that is that I ask questions. Um, I ask questions. I, I question you know, when I was a little kid, it was like, well, why are we doing it that way? Well, you know, why do I have to? Well, what's the point? Um, you know, and, and I've asked other bigger questions too. But what I find is that asking the questions, I get a better understanding of a situation. I get a better understanding of what somebody else is thinking or feeling. Um, and it also moves me towards creative solutions. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I, talk, I talk about it as being curious, right? I think curious mm-hmm. people have, it's the questioning, but it's also, they're interested in the answer. It's not just asking questions just to ans- ask questions. It's actually wanting to know something different, right? Mm-hmm. Or hear a different perspective. So I love that. So I want to jump back into the, the topic that you started to talk about, right? Being an expert of your own life. So it just, it, I just think back to coaching conversations with so many of our coaching clients and my own experience, right? Going through a divorce and everyone around you is like, are you sure? What are you doing? Or have you thought about all these things? And you're like, Hey, listen, I'm on mile 23 of the marathon. You're standing at the the start line with your shoes untied. Like I realize you aren't prepared for this right now, but this isn't, I didn't just think about this yesterday kind of thing, you know, and whether it's a career change, a choice to have kids or not have kids, a divorce, a lifestyle change. I have coaching clients that have chosen to, to stop drinking alcohol and their friends don't understand. Right. I mean, it just put any situation in there. And, and this idea that we worry so much about other people's perspectives into our life decisions that are, that we can't even stand by our life decisions anymore because we've negated the confidence that we had at one point, or maybe we never even developed it, right? To be able to really stand firm in that decision and decide, you know, you said what the right next thing was or the right thing for you. And, and I think for so many of us, life is about just making the decision on what's the right next thing, not the right thing for the rest of my life, but the right next thing, because none of us know a year from now where we're going to be and what's going to be happening. Now we have dreams 
Um, so dig into that a little bit more. And I know it's fueled your business and kind of what you've built as well is this, um, how you've used this kind of being the expert of your own life to kind of drive your own success. Okay. Wow. That's a, <laughs> there's like so <laughs> many things. There's so, so many things to go there. But one of the things that can I, can I share uh, just a, a, yeah. a brief little phrase that has been really inspirational to me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's uh, a couple lines from a Rumi poem. And, and it starts out, you may have heard this one before, the, the, the context of it is, you know, um, it's like a conversation between the person and, and their God and, and God says, what's in your heart? And they say pain and sorrow. And God says, stay with it. The wound is where the light enters you. And that has been huge for me. And that, that does kind of tie back to the being the expert of your own life, it can be painful, but when you make it through some tough times and you do what you really believe is right, it, it, there is a lightness. There is, um, (laughs) there's that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And there's a confidence that you've survived that you'll survive the next thing. And it's not, yeah. And it's not always easy, but that's not the point. Yep. So how have you used that in your success? And talk a little bit about what you've built. I mean, being a serial Mm -hmm. entrepreneur and building successful companies, I mean, you gotta, you gotta stand firm on things, right. And, and know what, you know, and sometimes tune out some of the other noise. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that shortly after that, the divorce, um, I, um, I was working for somebody else, you know, the, and doing the whole drop off the kids race to the office, not to be late at the end of the day, can't stay late, got to race back and get the kids. And I started saying, all right, there's gotta be something more. I got to get some, some control and, and stop some of the craziness. And that honestly was the, the impetus to start the LeClaire group. Um, it was a way for me to, um, to work and bring in income and be self-sufficient and be there for my kids. Um, but this was like almost 24 years ago. So this was way before working from home was a thing that you, that you everyone know, waved did. a flag about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was keep it on the down low and yep. don't let anybody, I mean, God forbid, if I was on the phone with the client and the dog barked, you know, that just that. Oh my gosh. I remember yeah. those days of like before I had an office and you had to pretend like you were bigger than what, because people cared about that crap. And I think mm. that's gone away. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then as the business grew and I added employees, I did something else that wasn't always, um, you know, what's in the business books or mm. what, and that was putting my employees first. I felt like I, knew the kinds of people that I'd worked for that I didn't appreciate. I wanted to provide a work environment and a situation that people enjoyed coming to. Um, So I made decisions that showed that I cared about those employees, including at one point letting go of a client because they weren't treating my staff well and it was demoralizing. And if I kept that client, 
what's that telling my team? Mm-hmm. Earning money and, and putting up with, you know, bad situations is more important than your mental health? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and that's, yeah. again, another example of from the outside looking in, someone can be like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> Revenue matters. And, but they're not in it with you. Mm-hmm. And so how, I think we all do that. I, I mean, it's judgment, right? It's, it's, it's finest for humans and we judge, but we judge without being able to walk in the shoes of the people and, you know, and, and being, we're not an expert in what they're dealing with, but yet we still feel the need. We all do mm-hmm. it right. To share our perspective over and over again <laughs> with people. So why do you think people have an issue kind of accepting their own expertise and using it to drive their own success and fulfillment? Like, why do you think we have trouble just leaning on that when all the other noise is happening? Well, the short answer I think is, is fear. It's wanting to fit in and it's wanting to be comfortable and not make hard decisions so it's easier to just rely on what other people say or what the, you know, what the common opinion is instead of thinking for yourself. But in reality, life is, you know, life isn't about just easy decisions all the time. And, and as uncomfortable as it can be to stretch and really take a look at yourself and, and make a decision or do something, a career choice or whatever that is true to yourself is the most important thing you can do. So talk a little bit about that, about your initiative and your community that you're building around this idea of better, smarter, stronger. What, what does that mean to you? And, you know, and, and how are you using that to motivate others around you? So a lot of times people hear that phrase, better, smarter, stronger, and it's easy to think, Oh, that's about perfection. Um, But for me, that's the farthest thing from perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't think anybody's perfect. I don't believe in, you know, that, that perfect. And so for me, what it means is, first of all, like, what can you do to be a little better as in show a little more appreciation for someone in your life or be a little bit better at listening? What can you do to, you know, be, to learn a little bit, to become smarter and, and maybe that means, you know, oh, I, I'm interested in learning how to knit or digital marketing, um, or I've always been interested in photography or training your pet. It's just like, t- take the lead for the things that inspire you and find the things that you can learn a little bit more. That's how you become a little smarter. And then finally, the, you know, the, the piece about stronger for me is it's, it's that whole being strong, like mentally, physically, spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally. So sure. Yes. On a very simple, it could, it might mean that, um, you know, you're going to the gym or doing something to, to make your body stronger, but what are you doing to be mentally stronger? What are you doing to be spiritually stronger, um, emotionally stronger? And, and really for me, when I created this better, smarter, stronger is about making manageable tweaks in your life. As we each continue to evolve as humans. Um, Cause if we're honest, none of us are exactly the same today as we were, well, 
certainly not the beginning of this year, but let's just say 10 years ago, I'm not the same person. Thank goodness I'm not. Um, I think we are constantly evolving and, and evolving also doesn't mean like, you know, huge, massive chains. It's little things. It's, it's little, like, you know, like I said at the beginning, it's little tweaks. We're, we're just slowly evolving. Um, and that's something that too, that I think we need to be kinder to ourselves on expectations. And instead of, you know, expecting earth shattering changes, just a, a small shift in how you look at something, you know, can make a big difference. And I, I, sometimes I feel like the evolution piece, I did a whole podcast on this. You, you're going to laugh because I don't remember how long ago, but I was helping my 13 year old study for science and he was studying evolution, right? Textbook, like we're reading through it and I'm quizzing him. And it was telling the story about how sharks used to be on land. I don't know if people know that, but like sharks have evolved from land animals to like in the actual scientists listening, I'm probably kind of like simplifying it, but they've evolved. And I started thinking about this and I'm like, everything evolves society ourselves. Like we're never stagnant. Even if we're trying not to evolve, we're still evolving because the world around us is changing. And it was this whole idea of kind of embracing the evolution to become the person kind of you were supposed to be because we're not supposed to be that person right now. Right. We're, we're kind of in the middle of that evolutionary piece. And I think sometimes people fight that they fight it because they feel like they're throwing away the person they were, but that's not the case is we don't throw away who we are. We just can't live back there, right? We can't live in the past. We have to live in, let the past inform the future, but we can't live in the past. And I think that's kind of what you're saying is we've got to constantly be moving forward. And self-directed too, right? I mean, not somebody else telling you how you need to change, well, I mean, maybe if you're in a relationship, but really it has to come from within. If you know, none of us can change somebody else. That person has to make the decision to change themselves. And, and, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of psychology and lots of studies around people that are resistant to change um, because sometimes it's easier to hold on to what you have because you know it than venture into a place that is an unknown um, so it takes a, a certain amount of bravery and, or it has to be so painful where you are that you're willing to make the change and start to evolve to the next thing. Correct. That stuck feeling needs to be so loud and uncomfortable that it forces you to move. And sometimes we sit there for a really long time as humans, right? And we don't, we don't move in that way. So what are some just learnings that you've had in your success throughout your career of being an entrepreneur and starting a company which has its own ups and downs and all over the place that would help a leader who's looking, who's stuck right now, right? Or who's looking to be better, smarter, stronger? What, what learnings or tips would you give them? That's a good question. Um, because, it, you know, it can be so different depending on what kind of a leader, what kind of an industry, whatever. But I'd say first and foremost, Find the way to trust yourself. The, the experiences that you have and the things that you have lived through all serve to inform who you are and can help you make decisions. And I've done this personally, deep down known an answer and then start looking everywhere else for somebody to tell me the answer instead of just trusting what 
I really knew to begin with. So that would be my first and foremost, trust yourself. And then the second one, which kind of goes hand in hand is being brave. And brave doesn't mean that you're not afraid. Correct. Brave means that you are willing to do what needs to be done despite the fear, that you're willing to take those steps that can be scary um, from a career standpoint, from a business standpoint. Um, so yeah, being brave would be my next one. Yeah. And then for me, this is just a really, really, really important one is doing right by the people that if people are your employees, if they're your customers, if they're your vendor partners, doing right by employees is real important. And so I like, so I'm going to, I'm going to reflect on this for a second, just to make sure people just caught those, those three pieces, because essentially you're flipping the script a little bit to say, it's not that you don't care about what everybody else thinks all the time. It's not that you can't hear it, but you have to trust yourself. And then you also have to care about the people. It's just not in that order. It's yourself first. And then you can still care about the people because I think some people would think it feels really selfish, right? To do what I think is right. And what's right for me, right? You give the divorce example. It's, it's selfish. I'm not thinking about my family or my kids or my whatever. Um, but I like that you're kind, of, you're kind of sandwiching it to say, you know, you, you have to do what's right by you. You're the expert of your life, but it doesn't mean you have to just throw away what anybody else cares about or what anyone else thinks. It's just, that's not the first thing that should be guiding everything you're, you're talking about, right. And that you're doing. And I love that idea because it's a balance of both. You can be both. You can be selfish. And I use that word, not in a negative term. You can be selfish and do what's right for you, but also care about other people right? And the impact and, and think about that as well. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And I think a lot of people feel like it is, right? As a working mom, is it, it's either I'm giving everything to everybody else, or I have time for myself. And when I have time for myself, I'm neglecting other people. And I just, I don't think it's a spectrum like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I mean, so you use the example of, of, of being a mother, um, which sometimes being a leader <laughs> kind of feels like being a parent uh -huh. a little bit. Teacher. I mean, not, you know, <laughs> but if you aren't taking care of yourself as the parent, as the leader, then you're not going to be able to make the best decisions for everybody else you're responsible for. So yes, it can seem selfish, maybe, you know, that definition in our society or even, you know, what you internalize, but if you're going to be the best that you can be as, as a parent, as a business leader, you have to take care of yourself and you have to be true to yourself first. Mm -hmm. And that's the better, stronger, you know, smarter, stronger piece is that that's the confidence to build that so that you can make those decisions and still feel good, right? About what you're doing. So how can people find out more either about the Leclerc group, better, smarter, stronger, and kind of the coaching and the community that you're developing there? What's the best way for them to get more info? Okay. So with Leclerc group, um, online is the best way to reach us. Um, it's um, at the Leclerc group. So, and Leclerc is L-A-C-L-A-R-E group.com. Um, and likewise, better, smarter, stronger, um, all together, better, smarter, stronger.com. Perfect. We will make sure that is in the show notes for anybody that's listening. 
so they can go back and refer to that. Thank you for, for being here and for bringing this perspective that I really needed to hear. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And, and to the community, again, just little nuggets, right? Each of these podcasts is meant to be, you know, short lessons, things you already knew, but maybe you really needed a reminder of today. And, and hopefully each one of these just gets you unstuck and, and moving one step forward, right? Today, this week, this month, whatever it takes. And that's the purpose of this is, is we're all in this, this journey together and we're all stuck at different points. And it just takes sometimes someone um, shaking us free, rattling us free a little bit to, to get us moving. So hopefully that this conversation did that for you today. Um, thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.